It, it's time. It's time for kickoff. Kickoff versus the end zone touchdown with Boomer Asiason and Mike Valenti. Uh, we're ready to roll week 15, and I, I got to tell you, people, this is it's so exciting. It's the holidays. It's time for celebrating for some of us. Uh, the man to my right, this man is playing injured. This man is leading the holiday charge. Boomer, how are you? <laughs> Two hours of sleep. You know, Mike, I'm doing great, <laughs> man. And you know what? Welcome to the studio. What do you think of the uh, decorations in here? It's beautiful. I honestly. mean, it's really nice, yeah, isn't I, it? I dig it. It's a festive feel, and I'm a big Christmas guy. I'm Same. a big holiday party guy. We here at the station had a holiday party this week. It was in the cafeteria. Uh, I just I did not want to go to that party, so I created my own party and took our staff out, and we had an absolutely great time. So I don't consider this playing hurt. I consider this playing through whatever I'm dealing with. Listen. And, it, it, and that's it's just the way it's going to be. Empty gas tank, full spirit. You can't lose. Uh, let's get to the rundown, shall we? This, this is the NFL Rundown. All right, we begin as we always do, a little Thursday night action, and the game was very good for one team. Can we talk Brock Purdy? Diagnosed now. He's not Mr. Irrelevant anymore. He's making plays. They're scheming it up for him. What do you see with Purdy and the Niners? What I love is what Kyle Shanahan's doing with Brock Purdy and how he's designing plays, the plays that he's calling, a lot of safe throws. There, there were guys running wide open against Seattle. Uh, but, you know, this kid played four years at Iowa State. Reminded me uh, of when Philip Rivers came out of NC State. He played like 50 games yeah. in college, and he got seasoned, so he was ready to go. I'm I'm really impressed by him. I think he's a, it's a terrific story, and he's got the right coach, and he's certainly on the right team. That I, defense assaulted Geno Smith last night. I think the biggest thing too, and people they don't recognize it. It's not just when you talk about Bosa or or some of the stars. They run eight deep up front. D'Amico Ryan's will rotate them all. Reminds me. Oh, in better days of what the Giants used to do when we were actually good, running eight D linemen at you, and they just kill everybody. Yeah, I, I just think that they're the one team that if they have to go on the road in the in the playoffs and they, let's say, have to go to Philadelphia in an NFC Championship game, that defense is good enough yeah. to win the game, and Kyle Shanahan protecting his rookie quarterback will get him open throws. And about 17 ball fakes. Over here, over here, over yeah. here. So I think I think it really comes down to coaching, and uh, it doesn't look like they've lost a beat. And that's the good thing, and that's why I still think they're my favorite to be able to try to beat Philadelphia on the road in the playoffs. All right, let's go to Seattle, because I kind of feel like we're looking at West Coast Giants here. It's been a fun story, Cinderella story. Tyler Lockett may miss the rest of the year. Um, is Seattle out of gas? Are they done? Well, I, I you know... The story for Gino has been a great story. He'll get a new contract. I don't know how big it will be. Maybe it's not going to be as big as maybe they thought it was would have been, uh, you know, halfway through the season. Their defense is terrible. They had no pass rush yeah. whatsoever. So we're sitting here talking about Kyle Shanahan and how he coached this game and how he protected his young quarterback. Well, he did it because there was no pass rush on the other side, which is surprising to me because, you know, I played for Pete Carroll, and I know that he's always about defense. And watching that defense, it just it does it doesn't feel like it's a Pete Carroll team right now. But it's you know what it is, Boomer. I think it, and and I I don't think you and I do because I we're jaded and we're cynical humans. But like <laughs> you 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 fall in love with the Cinderella, this idea of okay, Team A is good. You got to remember, and I'm not saying to you, I'm saying to fans, like this is a rebuild. It's happening on the fly. It's not a finished product. Like and the they're jump, winning, and they're winning. Right. So you get seduced into thinking it's all all right. No, it takes time. 
That's going to be the next phase. You're going to see them. They're going to go out and revamp that entire front. Well, there, there's there's about five teams like that in the NFC, your Giants being one yeah, of them. They're winning while rebuilding and, and trying to evaluate players and trying to figure out what the future is going to be. The Washington Commanders are rebuilding, you yeah. know, and they're going to get Chase Young back, I believe, this week. This time, it's yes. for real. I feel like it's for real. <laughs> but, you know, these are teams that are winning while they're rebuilding. Yeah. Which is good, which is good for the fan base and good for the league because it keeps all of us involved and really, you know, every one of these teams still has a chance to get to the playoffs. All right. The the show has adopted a team. We got to talk about this. Now, Boomer and I circled the wagons last week and we took the Lions and they delivered. I, I have to ask you now that they're one and six into six and seven. They come to New York this week. The game is essentially a pick 'em against the Jets. Boomer, when you look at the schedule. It is at the Jets, at Carolina, home against the Bears, at Green Bay. Boomer, do they actually do this and I, get in? I think in order to do this, they have to win this week. They, yeah. they cannot lose to the Jets, and the Jets are going to be a tough out for them. This is going to be a really tough game for them uh, this Sunday. It's going to be cold. Jared Goff outside versus Jared Goff inside. Small hands. They do run They do run the ball effectively. They have one of the best offensive lines in football, and we'll get to that game a little bit later on. I I. I'm I'm actually kind of rooting for Dan Campbell. I really am. I mean, so you're you know, coach of the year? Uh, no, no, no. I, I I think that's probably going to go to Nick Sirianni or to Kyle, ask. Or, Kyle, I mean, or Kyle Shanahan. As a matter of fact, if you would have asked me six weeks ago, I would have told you Brian Dayball because he had his team winning in spite of all the holes that they have on their roster. So um, this Lion team is fascinating to me. The coach is fascinating to me. I just think the three out of their last four on the road, Mike. That usually doesn't bode well for a team trying to make a run to the playoffs. No. Three and one might get them in. Nine might get you in. If they win all four, they are in. I'm convinced of it. Oh, yeah. Ten, ten will def- I believe ten will definitely get you in because Washington and the Giants, who are in right now as we speak, yeah. you know, they play each other as long as they don't tie again. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't, I can't watch had, another 60 have, minutes of that. Have we ever had this? Never. I don't think it's ever happened. A double tie? A double tie in, 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 in this league. Have you ever had a team play a team, then a bye week, to then return and play the same team? So that's why maybe we could get a tie this week. Another Great. Tie. <laughs> All right. So I got I got to – God help me. I, you know, it's funny. Six weeks ago, he's ready to give Dayball the, the Coach of the Year award. Now you just hand Dayball a trumpet as the Titanic's going down. I feel bad for him. I, he, hasn't, he hasn't lost any of his coaching ability or no. anything. I just feel bad for him because they have been so beat up. Their secondary is such a disaster. And and who is Daniel Jones really playing with? No, no one. And it's why I'm bringing Daniel Jones back. I don't even think it's a fair evaluation at this point. I think you just give the kid an offseason, get him some weapons, we try it again. You know what? It, you know what? This If you evaluated Daniel Jones on his play this year, I would say he has toughed it out. Yeah. He is, he is their one weapon, both running the ball and throwing the ball. He's it. He is it. And now Saquon's dinged up. Which, yeah, again, no. this is why I don't want to pay a running back. We always talk about that. Now, Saquon's saying that he's felt hasn't felt this good in the last five weeks going into this game against the Commanders. That's Great. what he said. That's what he, I didn't say it. He I said it. I know. I'm emotional right now. All right. Uh, can, can we talk Tua for a minute? Sure. I don't want to be slanderous. I like Tua. I am Team Tua. What the hell did I watch last week where he started a football game like Ryan Leaf is a rookie against the Chiefs? Five of twenty-one to start a game. Yeah, he was off, man. What was he, that? I, I think he got I, something happened to him in San Francisco. I mean, I don't know what it was. I mean, you know that defense assaulted him. 
Uh, they spent the week out there in California. They play the Chargers. And all of a sudden, he comes out, and it looks like he, this is his first game in the NFL. Right. His bad is exceptionally bad. And it's what I worry about with the Dolphins. I was just alarmed by the inaccuracy. It was because that's his calling card. His calling card accuracy. is accuracy. Exactly. And, and uh, he was throwing the ball over people's heads, uh, behind people. And that's not who he has been this year. He's been that's that's his first off game, I would say, that I would put on him because the Charger defense is not that great, not like the San Francisco defense no. that he played the week before. I would just say that uh, they got to get home. They got to get home again. They're going to get blasted this week in Buffalo Saturday night, I believe. Um, and it's not going to be an easy easy game for them. That's why they got to get back and they got to get back in their friendly confines of their stadium down there in Miami and then maybe make the push to 10 wins that way. I'm a little worried about them. I can't help it. I'm a I'm a little cons- it's a great story. I think McDaniel is like well he's not like Dan Campbell, but he's interesting like Dan Campbell. Well, he, I, I they're fun. I don't I don't know what I'm doing with that team. Uh you know, it's it's interesting because now the Patriots, you know, they win a game. Uh-huh. Uh you know, the Cardinals were not ready for them especially when Kyler Murray went out. Uh, they are now in the mix again. They're going to see each other again. I, it's a weird season, but I, I still think they're going to sneak in. I really feel like the Miami Dolphins still have what it takes offensively to get in. I just don't think they're going to play well this Saturday night. Cowboys, I know you and I both have said, look, we like them. We don't love them. They've got the talent to be a Super Bowl team. Last week, they looked like they went to their Christmas party all week. <laughs> Because I don't know what the hell that was. They needed a 98-yard drive to save their skin against the Texans. What, what is is there a concern here with the Cowboys at uh, all? You know what? I got to tell you, Mike, both you and I took the Cowboys last week. and, and I was and afraid, we Boomer. We gave the 17 points. We're nuts. You know what? I just say you never take anything for granted. And the fact that Dak Prescott orchestrated that 98-yard drive when he had the habit to yeah. win the game, and I don't care who you're playing against, now, if you want to talk to me about the play that Houston ran on fourth down, we could talk about that Go ahead, until please. the cows come home because I have no idea what Help they were me. doing. But that's why they have one win. And they're playing 17 quarterbacks. They're grabbing the guy, roasting the almonds out of the stands. I, kinda, I, I do give them credit for they're, fighting. They're, they're fighting. trying. They're playing for uh, Lovey Smith. But they just, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a roster devoid of a lot of talent. So, I don't know. The, the Cowboys are, the re, are a real deal team. They are a real deal team. There's no question in my mind. Um, they're on the road this week at Jacksonville. I don't know if this is a look-ahead game or, or a look-pass game because they got Philadelphia next week. But I just think that they are a real-deal team, that they will be a menace in the playoffs. It, it, this is all also in the what category. <laughs> Bucks down 35 nothing. They got their asses kicked, man. What? Boomer, what? what, what help. Just help me understand what the hell I watched. It's called the San Francisco defense. Oh, yeah. You know, so Tom Brady looked to me just like Tua looked the week before. So when you play the San Francisco defense in the way that Geno Smith looked on Thursday night, when you play that defense, they come at you in waves. You know you're going to get hit. You know you're going to get uh, you know sacked. Uh, and you end up playing the game fast or too fast even. I remember, uh, you remember uh, Kerry, Kerry Collins when he was playing for the Giants, they played the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Oh, it was what a blessing. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I remember calling that game as an announcer and as an analyst saying that Kerry was playing the game way too fast. Oh, actually, he just threw another interception. Well, it's, it's, it's just that he's playing it fast because he knew he was playing as one of the great defenses of all time. And he was in the back of his mind thinking, I got to get rid of the ball or I'm going to get hit. 
and I don't want to get hit over and over and over again. And that's kind of like what the San Francisco defense has been doing to quarterbacks the last three weeks. Not that anybody cares, but fun note, since you were calling the game that night, I drove home from college to surprise my dad and watch the game with him. I left on a Friday night. I got home. I'm pretty sure I was in the car at the start of the fourth quarter to drive back to Michigan. <laughs> oh, you were. I know. It was not, it was not pretty. That was, that was, it was not horrendous. pretty. But again, I, I've been in that situation. I remember playing the uh, the 85 Bears. Oh, God. And they blasted us like 44 to 10. And I remember we played in Cincinnati. It was hotter than hell. And that defense was coming after me. And I was just playing so fast. I was just totally off my game. And we got blasted. What are we doing with the Titans now? Speaking of getting blasted, couple games in a row, and at Jacksonville game, remember they started well, and they just got run. What are we doing with the Titans here? All right, so the Titans, uh, you know, had an offense coordinator pulled over for driving under the influence. You had uh, the GM fired. Um, you've had uh, the AJ Brown situation. You know, came back to bite them in the ass as they lost to Philadelphia two weeks ago. Um, there's a lot of issues going on down there. The franchise is in a weird spot. I, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, if they can beat the Cowboys this week, just like if the Lions can beat the Jets this week, six and eight, have a good chance of taking over that AFC South because they have to play each other. Are you yeah. baiting me into taking the Jags? Because you don't need to. I'm already there. There you go. I like it. But I'm, I'm just telling there. you, the Titans are they're, they're in a world of hurt and trouble. Uh, even if they make the playoffs, they're going to be a one and done, just like they were last year. Um, I want to ask about Odell Beckham Jr., not because I want to, because I need to. I, I just, is there anyone more self-indulgent and self-important? He now may not sign and quote, wants to be the jewel of the free agent class in the spring. Boomer, what jewel? He's a cubic zirconia. <laughs> Who are we kidding? He, want, he wants a $20 million a year contract. He thinks that he's still at the level. Just I'm just saying what I he know. thinks. Who's given that to him? I, I don't know. I know the Bills basically have said that you know he is not off the table as of right now. He can't play this year. Maybe he could play for the playoffs if he really pushed for it. I don't think anybody's going to do that. But um, nobody is going to give him the contract that he thinks he deserves. But this is the issue I take. He showed he could drop in and be a member of a team and help a team win. He is never going to be the guy you can commit to long-term because he can't help himself. This is where I, I laugh. Like, who's giving him advice? Uh, well, he's usually giving himself yeah, the advice. There we the go. Problem. Yes. I would also say this, that somebody next year may take a you know two-year flyer on him and somebody who has a young quarterback that feels oh. like they need a wide receiver – uh, to add it to their arsenal to to try to help that young quarterback grow. Um, you never know who will take a chance on him next year. Last one, minute or less. I just need your take. Kyler Murray out for the year now, ACL. We've talked about Arizona being a disaster. They are. Has he played his last game as a Cardinal, or do you believe he flexes, gets Cliff fired, and they move forward? You know, I, I hope he doesn't get Cliff fired. If Cliff gets fired, he gets fired because, you know, somebody in the building doesn't believe in him anymore. And also remember Steve Kime, their GM, just left for personal reasons. Mm -hmm. So there's other things that are probably going on in that building chaos. that we don't know about. It's, it, it is chaos. And the Bidwell family, Michael Bidwell, the owner, is going to have to do something about it to get it rectified and get it straightened out and get their fan base back interested in their team. Can you imagine? They started last year 10-2, and two, and you've arrived at this point. The GM is gone now for personal reasons. The coach is likely fired. Your quarterback's mm -hmm. dead. Yikes. And your quarterback won't be playing next year. And there we go. All right. This may, warrior, people. Warrior. <laughs> the engines are warm now. Now we're going to get yes. to the picks. 
Buckle up. It's going to get disgusting. These are wheelhouse games for me. We got a lot left to do. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenny coming up next.